Hello and welcome to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. I'm Emma, a mama of two girls, an ex-nursery practitioner and the creator of the Non-Perfect Parents Club. The Non-Perfect Parents Club is all about support, honesty, truths, acknowledging that none of us can be perfect parents because it's impossible and basically just speaking the unspoken. The only rule here is no judgment allowed. I love hearing people's stories, I love finding out about other parents, their family dynamics, their values and how they tick. So that is what this podcast is going to be. Some great honest conversations about parenting, hopefully delving into some nitty gritty thoughts and feelings that will make us all laugh, cry and sigh a big sigh of relief. Hello and welcome back to the Non-Perfect Parents Club podcast. Today I am joined by Hannah from the Owl Tree Children's Cafe in Newcastle. Hi Hannah, thank you for joining me on the podcast. Thank you for having us. So would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about what you do? Yeah, certainly. So um, my name's Hannah Tate. Um, I basically run what we call a full-time parent and toddler group. But it's mm-hmm. um, it's a community cafe and it's based in Newcastle. Um, and really what it is, is just a support network very much like what Emma does for local mums. Um, It's just a safe space for people to come, chat, bring their little ones. We cater for families up to the age of five. Um, Mm -hmm. And we have like a community cafe, but we have um, a sort of themed role play cafe alongside it. So it's not like a traditional play cafe in the sense that you know, there's similar structures. This changes every week, like a, an early year setting. Um, right. But we also, so to make it stimulating for the children so that they will just go and play so that we can focus on the parents. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's basically what we do. <laughs> Fantastic. So I was, um, I was having a little nosy through your Facebook page last night and it's, I, I did think we kind of do very, we've got a very similar kind of um ethos and message about what we're both doing um and it just looks really inspiring so i saw um about the school meetups um, um, yeah so these kind of things come and one thing that i would like to say about what we do and i think it generates itself is when you have groups like like ours is that um people come up with ideas and take over and that's what a community is about so it's about giving people that space so it was somebody who suggested it to us i'm not taking credit for it right. they said it would be great if we could get together a few mums of the kids who are going to school and they suggest they said one particular school and i was like actually you know we've got a, mom, a lot of families who come whose kids are then are going into reception um, yeah. and so what we've done is we've organised one meetup a month per school. I think there's about 16 local schools within our catchment um, over the four months. And it's just to give people various different times and days so that someone can make at least one of them. And it's yeah. just a way of the kids meeting other kids before they go to school and the parents meeting other parents <laughs> so that you're not Billy No Mates on the schoolyard. <laughs> Um, yeah. So they're really good, and they're not as busy as we thought. But um, I suspect that uh, the ones in July and August are booked up quite quickly. I think a lot yeah. of children are still in full-time nursery or school nurseries at the moment, mm-hmm. um, and we're doing during school hours. So 
it hasn't been yeah. as busy. And I think the summer holiday ones will be good. Yeah, it's a, it's a, such a good idea. I just saw that and I thought, oh, wow, I wish there'd have been something like that when both my girls were starting school. Because it is that thing of it's, if you're a, a first-time kind of school parent, it is quite daunting, the whole school thing. So to know the people that are going into it with you makes such a difference. Oh, it does. And, you you know, you school, the mums that you your kids get to know, you, unfortunately, you kind of get thrown into friendships fortunately or unfortunately it depends who your kids are yes. <laughs> you get thrown into into relationships with other people don't when your kids are at school because yeah. you end up you know picking them up from so-and-so's house and you just get so if you can forge those friendships a little bit by yourselves it's nice it's nice yeah it is so yeah, um, they've been very, very popular, but we don't just, I mean, we we focus on lots. We've got other, another, sorry, I'm digressing. Can I just go? No, you're fine. go on, you go. So we have um, another mum-inspired one. So we, we quite often have meetups for pregnant mums or mums who just got like dads. I'm included, I say mums, but it's dads as well. Anyone is welcome to come, grandmas, anyone. Um, and under six months and then over six months I mean we cater for all those ages but it's nice to kind of put people together who have yeah. got children roughly of the same age you've got a lot more in common um if yeah. your baby is non-moving you're just sat chatting yeah. and that's great yeah. if your baby's moving you've got to be able to go yeah. with the flow and <laughs> um, so but one of our mums wanted to kind of take this over and said look if I just come on these days and these times um can I invite people along? And I was like, absolutely. So yeah. they've come up with this um, timetable of um, we're going to be here on such and such a day. Who wants to come and chat? Um, it is almost like the peanut app, but in person. Yeah. Great. Yeah. It's really working really, really well. Amazing. Um, so, yeah. So that's what we did. I mean, I, and I think both of us fundamentally believe that you cannot or it is exceptionally hard to bring up a child if you don't have a support network around you yeah um whether that support network be family but i think we all as parents need someone who understands what we're going through and that is other mums you know yeah. so um your partner even doesn't really understand because they're just not um yeah just not mum <laughs> whereas yeah. other people who are going through the same thing and that's the importance and that's I think what we what we both believe in and what we both yeah so yeah so that was what I was going to ask you next was how important do you think community is when you're a parent absolutely fundamental to everything um I think so I set up what I set up because I've experienced lonely loneliness in, in when I had my first child I was only 23 and I was living in West Africa and it was hot it was really yeah. hard For the first three months in her life I I lost all my friends because I went from being a journalist to a stay-at-home mom in a different country no friends and I was so so isolated yeah. and then even when I moved back to the UK and I had my friends I was only 23 all my friends would just leave a uni and I had a baby and they didn't and you know yeah. they were out and um, so I just think it's, it's such a lonely time for so many people. Um, and then, you know, Shore Start Centres came about and they were meant to help with 
addressing isolation and loneliness and stuff but the way the government cuts don't get me started on this <laughs> is that you know um people you have to be in a lower socio-economic bracket to benefit from it which is yeah. absolute i won't use a rude word but rubbish <laughs> absolute rubbish because quite honestly it is the families who have moved people who have moved away from their families for uni or jobs mm -hmm. or something like that who are the most isolated you can go from yeah. having a career to nothing to no no one to talk to all day long because everyone's at work that you know um if you don't have any other mum friends yeah. and that's why it's so important to make friends with people who are in the same position as you who understand like both the joys of being a parent because it is a, yeah. a, a most incredible time, but also how fucking hard it is, <laughs> you know, yeah. like deprivation and the just relentlessness and um, being called upon literally 24 seven, you're at someone's back and that's yeah. hard, it's hard work. So you have to have someone who kind of gets it, I think. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely and, agree. You know the expression, it takes a village to raise a child, 100%. Yeah. 100 yeah. and you know not somebody sticking their nose in necessarily yeah. or not and here i come back on my politics again not necessarily <laughs> um a practitioner who will yeah. advise you i mean obviously for medical reasons and things like yeah. that 100 you need health visitors you need i'm not suggesting not speaking to them but um you need someone who will just go have a cup of tea <laughs> and sit down and just have five minutes chat about something completely normal um, yeah. and that's what i mean by a village <laughs> anyway yeah. yeah no that's it isn't it and it, it is just having that or those people not even just necessarily a person that just get it and you know that aren't gonna kind of say oh do this do that it's just uh -huh. a case of being like, I get it, yeah, I'm there too, and just understanding, and it's just being heard sometimes, isn't it? You don't need, necessarily always need advice, or you just need someone to hear you and acknowledge mm -hmm. where you're at. Yeah. Um, and someone who will just go, oh, God, yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Or, you know, actually sometimes, you know, with the exception of kind of medical advice, but sometimes it is us mums or dads who pass on the best advice because you know it's trial and tested methods isn't it my baby's yeah. got colic have you tried this have you tried this and everyone's tried everything and you yeah. know you might not have heard those things and your doctor's not going to recommend every single thing on the planet yeah. so having people around you who know what you're going through and what you know the tricky things or yeah. just weaning tips anything like that yeah I, i'm a firm believer that that mums need to be in a position to support other mums um yeah. and i've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about it <laughs> because i do think, i do think that the way this country is going is um to a lot more kind of practitioner-led sessions and things yeah. like that and really what people are crying out for is a lot more like the traditional baby and toddler groups that probably our yeah. parents had, which yeah. is, you know, those kind of church hall type ones where you go along for a set period of time and, you know, you met up with the other mums and then you're there for a couple of hours. And sometimes you don't need to be with somebody yeah. all day long. You just need a break. Yeah. For, you know, go and talk to another adult for 
an yeah. hour and a half yeah. and then you could go home and potter on and because <laughs> you've been out yeah. and you've done something to stimulate your brain yeah that's it it's funny I've actually been to um, a group like that this morning with my friends so my girls are older now they're both in school um, but my friends got her um, little girls one and we've just been to a local group that she'd not been to before and it was very much of you you go in and it's kind of all the parents mucking in together you you get the toys out we all put the toys away at the end one parent led song time and there's like um they've got a little um bit for like so you could go and buy a, a cake and a brew but the room itself and it it was just such a lovely atmosphere um and everyone was like chatting there was tables and chairs for us all to sit at um it was just really really nice um, yeah. And we definitely do. Yeah, I totally agree. Like, we definitely do need that. So that's that's what our cafe is modelled on. And so we take what you've just taken this morning. And mm -hmm. basically, we we run that five days a week between yeah. nine o'clock in the morning and three o'clock in the afternoon. And we have about 45 families a day, every wow. day, all year yeah. round coming. And we have because it's a cafe and we serve food and everything we yeah. have tables we have communal tables and if people come you know um three months together we'll give them a table together because they just want to sit and chat together they don't really want to be other friends but if you yes. come by yourself um we you know you will be it will go you want to share i think you should share um, i think you should sit with these yeah. people and then we're quite strategic about um so like oh great these guys have all got babies under one let's kind of put them together yeah I just say it's like Tinder for mums. Yes, <laughs> you may well get on chat, um, and so that's what we do, and and uh, we're expanding on that. So we're really excited because we've got new premises that we're moving into, and we're going to be doing a lot more support work and things like that. Um, and when I say support, so we're not for profit. Um, when mm -hmm. I say support work, I don't mean that we're medical professionals. I mean everyone who works in our cafe or volunteers in the cafe has got lived experience of some kind of mental health condition whether it be caused by uh, perinatal mental health yeah and of course our childbirth or just existing pre-existing mental health conditions that they have had to parent with yeah. so for example one of our volunteers to bipolar they will they don't they talk very open about it and and she's a parent of children but she has to you know parent with her existing mental health condition yeah um and so we all kind of understand so we that's the kind of support we do but it, again it's just peer support it's not yeah. we're not medically trained do have like mental health first aid <laughs> but you know we and we signpost which is the key thing because we're not pretending yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, but we are um yeah i mean we are we're there to kind of say yeah we do get it we understand yeah. or if someone is presenting with kind of postnatal depression symptoms to sort yeah. of say that we recognize that you've been a bit tearful on a few occasions do you think maybe you should speak to you know that kind of thing yeah and do you find that people like the the families you get in have got that they, they trust you like i know i find with a lot of the kind of stuff that i do is you you gain that trust and it's 
I don't know if respect is the right word, but people feel like they can come to me and ask or, you know, ask for help or like ask, where can I get this from? Because there's that kind of mutual respect, no judgment. and that, Oh, yeah, definitely a no judgment. I know you mentioned that to me before. No judgment is the biggest thing, is, isn't it, really? It's, it's yeah. basically getting alongside someone and saying, either, yes, I completely understand what you're talking about, if you can honestly completely say you can understand them, or saying, yeah. look, I don't have that experience, but I, you know, this person may do and this person can do. and But also just completely just treating however they're feeling with with utmost respect yeah um we've all so um i don't know if i can encourage you and your listeners to do this because i think um you would find it very interesting but on our website we have um a mental health video that we created did you watch it at all have you seen it it's no i've not seen this i was buried so I'll, i'll direct you to it if you like but um it's a mental health video that we did um, for mental health awareness just post-COVID. And we took 64 of our customers, just people who came through the door. We didn't prep yeah. them. We just said, and I said, do you want to do this on the day? We took 64 still photos of parents, mums, dads, grandmas, everything. And we asked them to write on their bodies how having children had impacted their mental health. Mm-hmm. So what we were trying to describe or show was that every single person's mental health is affected by having children yeah. from on a very wide spectrum. So from a knackered, like just knackered, yeah. all the way down <laughs> to postpartum psychosis and like quite severe mental health conditions, but that we all fall on that somehow and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel and there is... You know, so what we well, you'll have to watch the video if you. But it, it was yeah. a really good video, and it did kind of go a bit, bit viral. So I was very, very proud. Oh, amazing! You need to watch it with some tissues, though. It will make. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but it's very powerful, and it, in that, I think, was a helpful tool that we did to show mm-hmm. parents that it can get quite dark sometimes. Yeah. Being a parent, um. Obviously, if you have postnatal depression, it's it can it's horrendously dark. Yeah. But you know, just those nights when you are knackered, just remember, you know, also that the SAS uses sleep deprivation as a torture method. Yeah, <laughs> so well that yeah. child is literally torturing you. So um <laughs> that in itself is just a is it's just a it messes with your head and then mm-hmm. you've got hormones of giving birth and and anxieties about whether or not you're a good pet you know all of those things together people expect us just to get on with it and actually quite a few factors (laughs) going on so having someone who who can be there for you and understand and and knowing that you're not alone in those feelings is absolutely paramount paramount yeah so tips do you have um for anyone for any parents who kind of want to get out there and how to make friends because it's it's not always easy is it taking that first step first of all out of the door to go somewhere and then when you get there it's that being able to kind of talk to other parents and initiating that conversation and making friends so what tips would you give 
and doing yeah, that. Yeah, it's, it's, it is a really, really, really hard one. Um, I mean, I think, unfortunately, the answer to this is you just have to bite the bullet to some extent. But don't force yourself to stay in situations that you don't find comfortable. So you may go to one baby and toddler group or one play cafe and think, oh, my God, everyone's staring at me. I don't like it. No one's talking to me. Just leave. <laughs> you know, no one says you have to stay there and stick it out. You will go to another one another week and just one person will say, oh, do you want a cuppa? And that will change things. So try different places out. Go to different places. At least try and go out once a day, even if it's not to a child-focused activity um mm -hmm. maybe your local park even if you've got a tiny baby if you go to your local park and sit in the park with a tiny baby and there's a mum's who has children running around there will be someone who will you who will just say how are you oh it's a new baby and you've got an initial conversation you just yeah. have to put yourself in a situation where people will talk to you and you have to be prepared to smile at people <laughs> you have to be prepared to look like you want to have a conversation I know that sounds really silly but if you go into any kind of group and you close up people will assume that you don't want to talk and, yeah. and that might be a thing so you do have to try and make eye contact and smile mm -hmm. um, and just initiate a conversation even if it's about the weather it's a start yeah. Um, I know I don't really know if there's any other major it's, it's just one of those ones I mean luckily for some some of us <laughs> like me um, I could just talk for Britain and no one would get a word in edgeways you probably realize <laughs> um but it is hard for some people um and just keep, like I say just keep trying to go you find somewhere um try different things out go to different places go to different classes mm -hmm. Um, even, for example, if you take yourself down to Costa, look around the room and sit close to perhaps another couple of mums or, do you know, it yeah. might just spark that little conversation. Don't sit with the, well, sit with the old man in the corner if you like, but you know what I mean? <laughs> just, just be strategic in everything you do and there yeah. will be the times where people will speak. Um, and then just be brave and sort of say, you know, yeah. do you guys, if you meet someone, do you know anywhere that was a great place to go with kids and just get advice from other parents, ask questions. Um, just remember that they're almost all, all other parents will have sometime experienced some form of isolation. Yeah. You're definitely not the only one. So um, I, I, would, I would be very surprised if I ever met a parent who said I haven't felt lonely at any particular point in time. Yeah. That's it. And I, I think that what you've said of like smiling and making eye contact with people, like I, I struggle in social situations um, when I don't know people. I can often be quite shy. But I think because of that, now I'm slightly more confident. If I go anywhere, I'll always kind of look to make the eye contact and smile. And sometimes I'll like see mum struggling and I'll think, oh, I don't know if they, you know, kind of want that interaction or not because the, there is that no eye contact or, you know. So I think that is a really important thing to kind of, you know, make it known that you you do want to kind of interact. And then um, 
also what you said about like asking questions that's a really good point and something that I tend to do is like I overthink everything anyway but pre-think of questions you know so you're not stuck on the spot um and then you've got like a a thing of questions that you can if you're stuck for something to say you can kind of ask like you say is there anything good to do for children around here all that type of thing so they're really good points um what would you we go no, no, you gone. <laughs> I was just going to say, um, so what would you say for parents that are confident and can make that, um, you know, interactions and stuff? Like, I think sometimes if you're confident, you forget that maybe other people aren't and you don't always notice the ones at the side of the room. Um, have you got anything you'd kind, any tips, I guess, that you'd say for people like that that want to to kind of encourage the others in but haven't realized well, I, I think just be as open as possible so i know within my cafe that there's a lot of regulars there's a lot of people who come very sporadically there's a lot of regulars and i will know which ones are chatty and i will literally go up to them and say i've put so and so on your table because they're new and they're quiet it's your job to make them <laughs> Well, that's because I'm bossy. But um, yeah, just and just encourage other people to be aware and to kind of put themselves in someone else's shoes. I don't. I mean, it's very, very easy if you're the outgoing, gregarious person to um, go with other people who are like that. You know what yeah. I mean? Naturally attracted, I think, to other people. Yeah, who are quite yeah. Outgoing. And actually, you know, just to take a step back and think, could we include someone else in this situation who might not, you know, it does take a bit more effort, honestly, but really how much effort just to, you know, if you're already having a conversation, just to turn around to someone and say, have you ever experienced that? Or, you know, <laughs> what do you think about that? That doesn't take a second. And just to yeah. include somebody in that kind of conversation. Um, so definitely, if you're the outgoing type, please, Look around for people sitting by themselves sometimes and just, um, I've got three girls and a boy and my girls, I think girls are particularly not, uh, particularly bad at excluding other girls, um, mm -hmm. just usually in teenage years. Usually by the time we become adults, we know better. But um, I've always said to my girls, it's actually your responsibility to make sure everybody's happy around you, yeah. right? It doesn't cost nothing to be kind, absolutely nothing. So if you see somebody sitting there unhappy, it don't say, well, it's got nothing to do with me, it has. You have to at least go and try and make that person happy. Um, yeah. So they've taken this totally on board and now they're like, you know, <laughs> Tried to solve the world's problems, but yes, it's better than doing nothing. What I just remembered, I was going to say is, I don't know if you guys do you have a um online group at all? Do you have an online Facebook group? You and we've got, I've got a couple of different Facebook groups. Yeah, yeah. Just because we have one attached to the cafe that's called the Altry Grown Ups. It's a rubbish name. I don't know why we've got it, but um, and those kind of the forums I think are really really good and it's actually people have started to do this I'm really happy for people to post anonymously if they're feeling mm -hmm. a bit shy and to say look I'm feeling a bit this um I've got a two-year-old and a, a baby 
and I live in X area, does anyone fancy meeting up? Yeah. It doesn't mean that they, so I think maybe if you're feeling a bit shy, just try and, it's a lot less daunting to put a post on Facebook than it is yeah. to say something out loud. Yeah. Um, and I, it's, it blows me away every time of all the kindness that comes back because even that, if you're feeling a bit like, oh, no one, no one talks to me. If you get like 10 responses of people going, I'd love to meet, even if it doesn't materialize or only one or two of them materialize, then actually you're, you're in a hundred percent better position than you were previously. And that you've, yeah. you've got grown in confidence to say, actually, if I do put myself out there a little bit, then others will will respond and i'm not and really sadly uh, one of them posts have just said i know this is it makes me look like a real like sad loner or something like that and i was like no it makes you look a bit brave actually it makes yeah. you you know i think it makes you sound like somebody that i'd probably want to talk to because i think i you know you want to you're a go-getting kind of person even if yeah. you're journey anyway so that was another sort of uh, yeah no that's a really good point as well yeah online is a lot easier and yeah. you know chatting, chatting with people online initially and then meeting up maybe um yeah and if you can you know we we facilitate this by the cafe because if i see like um a little group a little chat like this going on i'll say oh yes I'm, and i'm like well if you just come to the cafe we'll let you in for free and give you free cake but you have to come <laughs> and so <laughs> it's a really nice way of, and then people it, it gives them it gives them that physical location to do that yeah um uh, but yeah i mean you could you can go to the park can't you don't need any you don't need a yeah. place yeah anyway. yeah or invite Is someone it, along to the toddler group <laughs> that you've got. Yeah, there. that's it. And like you say, just, you know, making that connection online first can make it so much easier once you once you meet in person or, you know, even if you don't meet, you've you've got that connection. And like you say, it's kind of boosting your confidence to, to do it a bit more, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. But this is what I mean, you know, this mums to mums, some somehow mums to mums is what this country needs much, much more of. What you're yeah. doing, basically, and what we're doing yeah. is what people is what people really need. They need that, you know, space to say actually. And and I, I'm not knocking not knocking certain things because there is a place but it is important that you have other people around you who get you anyway now i'm just repeating myself so i'm gonna yeah. no no i totally agree and i think what you what you're doing it's so inspiring and it is exactly what what we all need mm -hmm. um so yeah it's amazing well thank you we certainly enjoy doing it it's hard work it is hard work it's full-on yeah. Um, and even more so when we're trying to move premises. But if you're ever in Newcastle, then you have to come. Yes. Visit oh, definitely. Yeah. And if any <laughs> of our. Um... It doesn't matter. We've got cake. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. And if any of um, people listening, if you are in Newcastle or nearby, um, I'll pop your links in the description box for, um, for where you are and how to find you and stuff so that they can come, come along and, and say hi. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. 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 Anything else that you 
like to add? Anything else you want to? I don't think so. I, think to covered, I mean, I think we've covered basically what we were intending to. Yeah. Intend to do. And we basically definitely agree on the same things, a hundred percent. Yes, we do. <laughs> oh well, amazing! Thank you for joining me today. Thank you. It'd be nice to speak to you. <laughs>